Hey, hey, welcome back to Chew the Bible. It's your good friend, A.A. Ron. Hope everyone is doing all right. It's uh, Monday, December the 18th, 2023. And uh, it's 3 o'clock, 3.08 in the morning to be exact. Charging up this Chevy Bolt. Yesterday was an interesting day. I drove all day on Saturday, even until like, I didn't stop till like 8 or 9 in the morning course uh i ended up missing church went home went to sleep and then slept like all day sunday woke up like maybe like exactly an hour before church sunday night service at six and was moving slow it was about to be like 15 minutes late to church then i was like i was like all right i'm just not that I'll compound it with some other stuff I've been wrestling with about staying at the church I'm at. Um, I ended up, um, I was not going to go. I was like on my way there driving. I was probably like 10 minutes away now, about to get off on my exit. And I saw it and I was like, all right, God, I really don't really want to go. Um, I'm going to be like super late already like 15 minutes late so i turn on Rebu, and boom i get a ride so i turn around hit a u-turn and it's picking up this young black lady from this hotel up in this area called briarcliff north kc i pick her up she's kind of quiet beautiful young lady anyway i didn't for i never force conversation i kind of just feel people out uh at the minimum i just ask them how they're doing but if they don't ask more questions or show any interest in talking, I just I'm quiet. And so just have the music playing. Uh, so anyway, I pick her up and sh- I, I kid you not. <laughs> the area that she needed to go to is like the my church that I go to. The cure is off 67th and Leavenworth. She lived off 61st and Leavenworth. So I was like, all right this must be a sign Aaron just take your butt to church so even though I was super late I got there just in time as they were doing the offering and then right before the sermon Pastor Esther gave a great sermon about just how God is Jesus is the breath of life bread of life when we eat and drink from him we'll never be thirsty or hungry um so yeah that was awesome. Then afterward, they did like a flash mob at Walmart where they sang some worship songs, about three worship songs. That was cool. And boom. After that, I drove some more. Um, ate a Zaxby's sandwich. I actually like the uh, Zaxby's spicy chicken sandwich more than the Popeye's one. Too bad I can't take a poll. But anyway, all right, y'all. Uh, let's go ahead, and I don't have very much time for this car to be done charging. We're in Matthew 27, KJV. When the morning was come, all the chief priests and elders of the people took counsel against Jesus to put him to death. And when they had bound him, they led him away and delivered him to Pontius Pilate. Uh, I really want to say Pontius, but we'll just say Pontius Pilate. That's the way I've heard people say it. I think that's how you say it. Pontius Pilate, the governor, when Judas, which had betrayed him, when he 
Then, then Judas, which had betrayed him, when he saw that he was condemned, repented himself and brought again the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders. Now, the fact that they use that word repented himself, does that mean that, once again, that's one of my, I need to make a list of like my biggest questions for heaven. I mean, and when it's all said and done, it's like, will Judas be in heaven? I like to think that he would be. We'll see. All right. Because God's grace is amazing, right? Yeah, when he threw that silver on the ground, that was like his form of repentance. He realized what he did was wrong. Anyway, verse four, saying, I have sinned and that I have betrayed the innocent blood. And they said, what is that to us? See thou to that. Like what they got to do with us? Verse 5, and he cast down the pieces of silver in the temple and departed and went and hanged himself. Suicide. That's another question that people have. Do people, do Christians who commit suicide, here's a man that was with Jesus all those, the whole time. I don't think I've ever heard a pastor definitively say is Judas, that Judas made it to heaven because we don't know. That's between him and God. But I like to think that as soon as he hung himself and died and the spirit left his body, I like to think that he went immediately to heaven and had an interesting conversation with God. Verse six. And the chief priest took the silver pieces and said it is not lawful for to put them into the treasury because it is the price of blood. Hmm. And they took that's interesting that that's a deeper conversation for another day. The fact that these 30 pieces of silver couldn't even be put into the treasury that he threw on the ground. Interesting. Because it is the price of blood. Like, this is blood money. We can't take that. Interesting. It's dirty money now. Verse 7, And they took counsel and brought them with them the potter's field to bury strangers in. They bought with them the potter's field. They used that money. And y'all go back. I think I did a whole recording talking about or something in one of the previous recordings about the 30, the significance of 30 pieces of silver. All right. Wherefore that field? I've exhausted that conversation. We're not going to go deeper on that. Let's keep going. All right. But it's interesting that he uses they use this money to buy a field like to make a to buy a burial ground. Interesting. A cemetery. All right, wherefore that field was called the field of blood unto this day. Then was fulfilled that which was spoken by Jeremy or Jeremiah the prophet, saying, And they took the thirty pieces of silver, the price of him that was valued, whom they of the children of Israel did value, and gave them for the potter's field as the Lord appointed me. There's something significant to that. <clears throat> anyway, Jesus before Pilate, and Jesus stood before the governor, and the governor asked him, saying, Art thou the king of the Jews? And Jesus said unto him, Thou sayest, thou sayest. And when he was accused of the chief priest and elders, he answered nothing. Then said Pilate unto him, that's very powerful that he didn't retaliate or like curse them or get all angry. That That's a lesson that we can all learn from when we are um, mistreated people do us dirty or talk to us crazy 
Verse 10, 13, then said Pilate unto him, hearest thou not how many things they witness against thee? And he answered him to never a word, insomuch that the governor marveled greatly. Now at that feast, the governor was wont to release unto the people a prisoner whom they would. And they had then a notable prisoner called Barabbas, Barabbas, Barabbas. Anyway, Mr. B., Therefore, when they were gathered together, Pilate said unto them, Whom will ye re that? I don't know why I'm thinking about Babar all of a sudden, the elephant. Anyway, random. Verse 17. Therefore, when they, I don't know that name, Barabbas, even though it doesn't look, I don't know, the letters remind me of Babar. All right. Therefore, when they were gathered together, Pilate said unto them, Whom will ye that I release unto you? Barabbas or Jesus, which is called Christ, for he knew that for envy they had delivered him. When he was set down on the judgment seat, his wife sent unto him, saying, Have thou nothing to do with that just man? For I have suffered many things this day in a dream because of him. But the chief priests and elders persuaded the multitude that they should ask Barabbas and destroy Jesus. The governor answered and said unto them whether of the twain will ye that i release unto you they said barabbas pilate saith unto them what shall i do then with jesus which is called christ they all say unto him let him be crucified and then the governor said why what evil hath he done yeah well, what has he done he don't deserve this but they cried out the more saying let him be crucified when Pilate saw that he could prevail nothing, but that rather a tumult was made, he took water and washed his hands before the multitude, saying, I am innocent of the blood of this just person. See ye to it. Then answered all the people and said, His blood be on us and on our children. Then released the Barabbas, then released he Barabbas unto them, and when he had scourged Jesus, he delivered him to be crucified. Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the common hall and gathered unto him the whole band of soldiers. And they stripped him and put him, put on him a scarlet robe. And when they had plaited a crown of thorns, they put it upon his head and a reed in his right hand. And they bowed the knee before him and mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews. And they spit upon him and took the reed and smote him on the head. After that, and after that, they had mocked him. They took the robe off from him and put his own raiment on him and led him away to crucify him. And as they came out, they found a man of Cyrene, Simon by name, him they compelled to bear his cross. See, that's very powerful. Apparently, he was an African black man who carried Jesus' cross, and his name was Simon of all names. Isn't that wild? All right, the crucifixion. And when they were come unto a place called Golgotha, that is to say, a place of a skull, they gave him vinegar to drink mingled with gall. And when he had tasted thereof, he would not drink. And they crucified him and parted his garments, casting lots, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophets. Spoken by the prophet, they parted my garments among them, and upon my vesture did they cast lots. And sitting down, they watched him there. And set up over his head his accusation written, This is Jesus the King of the Jews. Wow. Then were there two thieves crucified with him, one on the right hand and another on the left. Significant emplacement, right, left. And they that passed by reviled him, wagging their heads. Like, 
And saying, thou that destroyest the temple and buildest it in three days, save thyself. Like mocking him. Like, didn't you say you could destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days? And they didn't realize he was talking about himself. Save thyself. If thou be the son of God, come down from the cross. Likewise, this is interesting because this is a perfect example of like, how even Jesus showed us that he couldn't, even Jesus couldn't save himself. God saved him because he willingly laid his life down. And his death, burial, resurrection is a perfect picture of what it looks like to, as a Christian, that when Jesus saves us, like, but it was God that saved him. The third part of the Trinity. Like, anyway, this goes deep. Um, Jesus clearly didn't save himself here. He had an opportunity. He was fully God, fully man, but he surrendered that part of himself to God and obeyed. He was on there on a mission. Anyway, this goes deep, man. Anyway, it's like verse 41. Likewise, also the chief priest mocking him with the scribes and elders said, he saved others himself. He cannot save. Hmm. Wow. If he be the king of Israel, let him now come down from the cross and we will believe him. Like, give us a sign and then we will believe him. That's a perfect example. Another example of a, a faith. The Christian life is all based on faith. Like, uh, we live in a world where seeing is believing. There's a lot of people that would say the same thing. Like, if Jesus is real, then he needs to do this, this, and this, or reveal himself to me in this way, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, it requires faith. It's, yeah. And it's like, even if he gave you the sign you're asking for, your heart is in a place where you most likely wouldn't be able to receive it. You would still be like, I need more proof. Um, it's, it's always, it, yeah, it's always more. It's never enough. Um, interesting this is the story of our world right now if he be the king of israel if jesus is really who he says he is let him why isn't he back yet come down yeah let him come down from the cross and we will believe him anyway that's a deeper conversation there's so much here you could talk about faith you could talk about salvation how we can't save ourselves the the importance of faith, how everything in the Christian life is based on faith. Verse 43, he trusted in God, let him, he trusted in God, let him deliver him now. If he will have him, for he said, I am the son of God. The thieves also, which were crucified with him, cast the same in his teeth. Now from the sixth hour, there was darkness over all the land unto the ninth hour. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. I don't know how I said that right. Which I think everybody can relate to at some point in their Christian life. Um, my God, my God. That is to say, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? I know right now. 
I know God hasn't fully forsaken me, but there's times where it feels like, man, God, like, can can I like, can we make this a little bit easier? Um, can I at least catch a break in this area or that area? Like, especially in the wife category, it'd be nice to just have an amazing wife right now. It helped me get through some of these trials I'm dealing with. It feels like every area of my life is being tested in every single area. I've, and there's, there's a whole nother level of testing that I haven't even fully experienced that I pray to God, like, Lord, give me the strength to endure whatever is next after around this corner, after this valley. Um, anyway, I just, there was a lady today, she was saying she was having a bad day. And I, I've had a, I had a bunch of people in my car tonight uh, this was early this morning, I should say. They were telling me they have were having a bad day, or and I, and I just told them I was like, "Well, the bad days make you appreciate the good ones that much more, you know." And one of the ladies like, "Yeah, you're right." And just like how Jesus, He allows us to experience things so that we would go to Him. I was like, "Wow, praise the Lord!" And it's funny because I took them to this liquor store and they were buying um some um some weed wrappers or something like that for some lady, one of their friends. It was a funny black woman and a white woman. The white woman was Italian. And the black chick made a joke about, we were talking about the Italian mob. And she was like, yeah, you you part of the mob. You got connections. <laughs> you about to smoke. Some smokes, you probably smoke some. Fun. It was just funny, man. These ladies are hilarious. Anyway, let's keep it moving. All right. Um doing this driving stuff man it just teaches you to have grace for so many people i've had this is one guy i'm very pretty sure it's a guy clearly and he's um he dresses as a woman and uh, i just talk to him regularly you know and make conversation and then at the end i give him a jesus love i gave him a jesus loves you car i think i've given him more than one of he works at 7-eleven and uh, I just pray that these seeds just at some point water. Somebody else waters it. Somebody that Jesus provides the sunshine and boom. Look forward to hugging these people in heaven. Anyway, verse 47. Some of them that stood there when they heard that said, this man called it for Elias. And straightway, one of them ran and took a sponge and filled it with vinegar and put it on a reed and gave him to drink. The rest said, let be, let us see whether Elias will come to save him. Jesus, when he had cried again with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost. Hey, it's the top flat security of the world, Craig. Uh, he yielded up the ghost, the Holy Ghost. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom, and the earth did quake and the rocks rent. Remember, we were talking about this. Um, the veil. Remember the veil we talked about in Exodus 26 or 27 like or something like that? Anyway, go back and listen to old recordings of Chew the Bible, the last ones and the last recent ones. <coughs> when I was talking about the veil. Anyway. There you go, the veil. Uh, verse 52. And the graves were open, and many bodies of the saints which slept arose. Very interesting. Who are these saints whose 
were asleep or dead whose this is why a lot of people say even my grandma she doesn't believe in cremation because eventually like i don't know how it all your body gets resurrected i'm like i don't know my dad we cremated him and i pray to god um somehow his ashes which are interned there in virginia will reform i don't know how it all works uh all right verse 43 and came out of the graves after his resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared unto many mm, interesting now when the centurion and they that were with him watching jesus saw the earthquake and those things that were done they feared greatly saying truly this was the son of god now that yeah you wanted a sign i got your cigar jesus like i got your sign but he didn't say any of that on the cross and it's interesting when they're talking about the thief on the cross they don't say anything about where he says and from this day forward you will be with me in paradise I think it does say that in the last chapter of um, in the last chapter of uh, in the last chapter of John it, it talks about you today will be with me in paradise I think it's the only one of the gospels where it says that here it just mentions the thieves on the cross but it didn't say it didn't talk about the one who's going to be in heaven with him after he says you are the messiah anyway uh charging is done interesting that was an earthquake too the significance to that all right and many women were there beholding afar off which followed jesus from galilee ministering unto him among which was mary magdalene and mary the mother of james and joseph and the mother of Zebedee's children. So this is also very powerful. Like, look at this. Peter, James, and John. We're not even going to talk about the other disciples, but Peter, James, and John, the dudes who Jesus did the whole transfiguration and revealed himself to them. Those three dudes weren't at the cross when Jesus died. The other nine dudes, well, Judas, he already hung himself, but the other um, eight dudes weren't there. Uh, the other disciples weren't there. Where are they at? They weren't there, right? The multitudes, all them folks, where were they? Where was the woman with the issue of blood? Where was all them blind folks that, that Jesus healed? All them people, where, that could be a whole sermon. Where were they? Where y'all at? Where y'all at? In fact, I might call it, call it this, like, where y'all at? Where y'all at? Where they at? Where they at? Where they at? All them folks who followed Jesus, nowhere to be found. When they hiding. It's just these three ladies, the three Marys. I'll probably just call it the three Marys that were there. And that, it has something that says a lot. So what I get from that, something that we can get from that or gather from that is like Jesus knows what it's like to be betrayed. He knows what it's like to be. This is one. This is his lowest moment of his entire life. Right. And the only three people that were there ministering to him. 
and they're in the trenches in the trenches the worst in the gutter in the mud the worst part of his life the hardest time of his life imagine like you being in the hospital or whatever and only people that come around are like the three three closest women in your life your mama and aunt your grandma or like one of your daughters your ex your wife your ex-wife yeah whatever whatever think of the three closest women in your life for me right now if like i were in the hospital i pray to god it doesn't happen but i imagine my ex-wife would probably show up i imagine um my mom would be there i imagine my mother-in-law former mother-in-law would be there my grandma probably wouldn't be there because she stays at home she might show up i don't know but definitely yeah my mama you know anyway but yeah a lot of my homeboys i i probably couldn't count on them being there just imagine like i remember when i was in my shoot my own mama when i called her up when one time i was in jail i called her up and she was like you better figure it out (laughs) my own brother same thing i had to call this dude from my church who helped me he gave me like how much money did he give me like i had like nine hundred dollars and he gave me like $200. I only needed $100. He gave me like $200 to help me bail out. I need to hit him up. I haven't talked to him in a minute. But just think about that time when you were at your lowest and who was around. Who was around when you were at your lowest? Here's G. Like, so I don't get surprised anymore. I show people grace. I try to show people grace. I try not to be offended, even though I'm human. I do deal with emotions like i'm going through that right now with somebody somebody like i thought very i still think very highly of it's like whoa like for real for real somebody recently blocked me on on facebook i don't know what it is about somebody blocking you on facebook or like blocking you period it's like weird it shouldn't make you that mad or upset or bother you but somebody is like it's kind of like a virtual spit in the face a slap in the face like uh, anyway, um, yeah, where am I going with all this, man? Yes, whatever your lowest moment is, or it has been, even it, not a low moment, just any moment in your life where you thought people would be around, be there for you, and they're not there, you can look to this story, Matthew 27, verse 56, and the only people around Jesus at the cross are the three Marys. All right, the burial. Let me uh, go ahead and unplug this thing. If you ain't from around here, if you ain't from my hood, you can get from around here. And this rapper named Young C, and he remixed this song. Um, he remixed this song. Work. I don't know. It's probably gonna fall. 
this little G card and I'll, I'll dig the window. It looks like it might blow off. Um, and I gave him the one that's in Spanish. Anyway, um, let's finish this up, y'all. Alright, the bird. When the evening or evening was come, there was a rich man of Arimathea named Joseph, who also himself was Jesus' disciple. He went to Pilate and begged the body of Jesus. And then Pilate commanded the body to be delivered. And when Joseph had taken the body, he wrapped it in a clean linen cloth and laid it in his own new tomb which he had honed out in the rock and he rolled a great stone. He rolled a great stone um, to the door of the sepulcher and departed in verse 61. And there was Mary Magdalene and the other Mary sitting over against the sepulcher. Now the next day that followed the day of the preparation, the chief priests and Pharisees came together into Pilate saying, sir, we remember that that deceiver said while he was yet interesting calm deceiver while he was yet alive after three days i will rise again command therefore that the sepulcher be made sure until the third day lest his disciples come by night and steal him away and say unto the people he is risen from the dead so that the last error shall be worse than the first Pilate said unto them ye have a watch go your way make it as sure as ye can so they went and made the sepulchre sure, stealing the stone and setting a watch. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this word. Oh, there's something I wanted to share with y'all real quick. From, what is it from? Oh, and I sent it to these guys. Jesus, yes, John six thirty five. John six thirty five, which says this is the NLT. Jesus replied, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry again. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. So Heavenly Father, let's pray for, especially for those folks right now who are single. Uh, who are thirsty and hungry like me for a relationship, for um, a companion, a spouse, um, for I'm just straight up sex, relations, all the things, the, the benefits that come from being married. Um, all the good stuff, of course, not the bad stuff. I pray in the name of Jesus, God. Um, I pray for those folks that are going through that, Lord, or they might be feeling empty in the type of work that they're doing, or like unfulfilled, feeling like they're wasting their time, they're wasting their years, or they might be hungry for a relationship with their kids. Many of us are hungry for so many things, Lord. Um, and I just pray, God, that we would go to you first for that satisfaction because at the end of the day whatever that thing we're hungering for or waiting for or searching for or desiring 
it can only satisfy us for so long before we're hungry again. But Lord, with you, you always satisfy us, God. Um, you satisfy us in ways you quench our thirst in ways you, you fill us, Lord, up in ways that no person, no relationship, no job, no career, no exciting adventure, exciting vacation can, Lord. So I just pray in the name of Jesus, God, that uh, we and we thank you for what you did on the cross. We thank you Lord, for your example of someone who was humble unto the cross. Uh, you could have retaliated, Lord. You could have tried to save yourself. You could have tried to do all these things. Um, even just the fact that all your best homies, Lord, 12 disciples, even the three you showed yourself transfigured on the mountain top, Lord, um, they weren't there when you died. It was just these three women. So I just pray, God, there's so much we can learn from, from your story. And just, Lord Jesus, help us to... Uh, to be slow to anger, to be slow to bitterness, slow to wrath, slow to be frustrated. Help us to be patient while we wait. Help us to not be weary in doing good. Help us to continue to uh, remain pure. I know for me, Lord, it's been a struggle, Lord, just in the area of uh, sexual purity and avoiding masturbation recently. God, just give that all to you. Anybody else that's dealing with that, just pray, God, help us to just get back to staying pure and avoiding uh, all forms of lust and not giving into temptation. Uh, yes, our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For thine is the kingdom, the power, the glory forever and ever and ever, 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 ever. Amen. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. God bless y'all. Jesus te ama. Dios lo bendiga. Uh, I'll holler at you later.